today, one of these lucky contestants will win his or her weight in fish right here on Wheel just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! Tell you what, Fritz, if nobody comes down and buys a car for me in the next hour, uh, I'm gonna club this baby seal! That's right! George Newman. He starts where the others stop. Sex with furniture. What do you think? Hey, Bobo, wanna play a game? Uh-uh. Okay, look up. Look down. Now look at Mr. Frying Pan. gave me a shitload of money, I would not be impressed. I can guarantee you that right now. Amen to that. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What up? <laughs> How you been, man? I'm good, bro. Working, 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 man. Are you? Yeah. But it's coming along, you know. Nice. I'm doing like almost 40 hours a week now, just in massage, and then like doing other stuff around the spa, too. How's the gas prices for you? <laughs> oh, God, bro. Like, it's not as bad as a lot of places, though. I've seen some really high prices in California. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I just had like an Uber adventure right before this happened because right. I think Uber drivers, I think I heard that they're already boosting their prices. I so. mean, they have to. Oh, yeah. You know? I, w- I would expect that yeah, happening. But. That would, you'd be such an asshole if yeah. you were like. And you said you saw people like hoard some gas, huh? Or the no, station's all, not having it. All the like. Four different stations on my side of town, completely out of There gas. was one, uh, you know the one over by 62nd on uh, on 20th that was out this morning, too, and I didn't think anything of it. But yeah, yeah they must be, I don't know. I'd rather uh, wait and see if it comes down. Yeah. I get I get gas every night anyway, so I don't have a problem. I, that's what I've been doing is I just keep my tank full so yeah. that there you go. if they all run out of gas, I'm like, <laughs> well, I can still get to work, you know? Uh, it's crazy. Crazy world. But. I've been watching a bunch of movies. Man, I just finished Across 110th Street. I'm going down like a 70s grunge oh, right nice. now. I'm continuing for the last f- few weeks, and this was an awesome, awesome, like kind of in the vein of like uh, Death Wish or Dirty Harry, ni- early 1970s, but it was like Anthony Quinn and Yafat Koto were like cops trying to hunt down mobsters and like shady kind of robbers and everything and it was awesome i loved it now see that's interesting because on the jackie brown soundtrack there is a song called across 110th that's the song and i didn't know that until just now and i played it they played it in the movie too and i would and i hadn't made the connection either until i heard her sing it and i was like oh that's where that line yeah across 110th street uh so yeah super grungy like uh lots of killing and shooting and stuff so it was great so i know you mentioned it a little bit already but dave hadn't seen it the batman yes Dude. yeah well, i guess we could talk some batman now since it's been out for a couple of weeks and any of the diehards are definitely seeing it and we don't have to spoil spoil anything uh but yeah so when did you see it uh on my birthday on your birthday yeah. cool yeah so um god it, i mean it was I mean, it was fantastic just non-stop yeah. the From whole beginning way through. to end um three I mean, hours seem to fly by when it's that good and the and i had told you beforehand i was like the acting man oh the my acting gosh, dude. is like insane I, I mean in the makeup yeah like oh yeah if they don't and i don't think they are nominated for it i'd have to look up and see if they got they not, should be they're, they're nominated uh for makeup <laughs> they're not going to air that anyways apparently the makeup whoever yeah i know i just the saw makeup that. awards so that sucks <laughs> but well, certainly when we're talking makeup in that movie, it's it's all Colin Farrell. Dude, 
I for the first split. I mean, and I knew it was him. Yeah, but, but if you the, didn't know it was him, for the first know it was him. couple of seconds, I was so confused because I was like, "Is that De Niro?" Yeah, he looks like De Niro a little bit. Yeah, yeah like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I've heard things, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, and his character was just his character was amazing, great, amazing. The uh, was the Jesus uh, John Turturro. Oh yeah, was dude. awesome and it. Uh, everyone, everyone, uh, Robert Pattinson and everyone was wondering how Robin Pattinson was going to do. I'm telling you, I've been watching Robert Pattinson and stuff that wasn't Twilight for years, and I knew he was going to kill it. Oh yeah, he is next level good, and people are just finding that out. Yeah, I and Paul love Dano. Him. I mean, Paul oh, Dano. Gosh. Everyone knows is that freak of nature, like Christian Bale, like Sean Penn, since, that can completely just give you something that is not what's written on the page. Since the moment I heard he was cast mm-hmm. oh, as yeah. the Riddler, I've been looking forward to it to the point where I was like, I, I don't want to see or know anything about yeah. his character because, like. It doesn't matter to me. I'm so excited he's playing this character. Like For them to take the smart thing was that they made it into a detective story, which yeah. is what always was Batman. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, he was always a detective. And to kind of blend it between, I always, I looked at, at it as a perfect blend of Seven and Saw in a way. Yeah, I can see that. Both those types of things that happen, like what they did with... Uh, the contraptions. Yeah, what's our guy from uh, Boys Don't Cry? And uh, Peter Skarsgård was the uh-huh. one with the thing around his neck, like uh-huh. the lawyer. Yeah, and it was that was very kind of uh, yeah saw like. Yeah, it was a lot saw like, but there was definitely some 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 seven. You was really it, saw seven. I just I, I really just don't even know because I just didn't pay attention. It didn't matter to me. Was it rated R? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was PG thirteen. Yeah, I, I think it probably should have been rated R because it was it was pretty dark. Oh yeah. Uh, I would have loved to see it in the theater a second time. I but, think I will. But yeah, it's, I I should. But there's just so much about to come out. If I do, I should do it now. But it's coming out super soon on HBO Max. Yeah, well, I mean, you've it's got like yourself two, this little nice little 4K setup right true. here. That's pretty tempting. Uh, it's PG thirteen. PG, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you look about it, it just seems like a very dark kind of violent movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, like I said, dude, I mean, like, it was such a good movie that, like, I took a pee break in the middle because yeah, I was just I like, too. and I was just like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to come back and be able to jump right back into the story. Like, you know. It, what scene did you go during? I can tell um, you what scene I went during. <laughs> I came I came back in um, right after they revealed the Batmobile. So I missed the Batmobile reveal, but I saw the whole chase, which was a fucking Oh, amazing. that chase was epic. Was amazing, epic. Dude. Him looking, the penguin looking Oh, back. my gosh, dude. <laughs> Sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I took a piss break and came back right when Catwoman had Falcone on his knees at the top of the building. Uh huh. So I don't even know how she got him. Yeah. Um, Do you remember how she got him? Oh, wow. I should remember. And I wasn't um, gone long, man. I was like, just going to do it and come back. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but I don't now. Um, I was going to, I'll pull up some movies that are coming up for our. Oh, she came, she came to talk to him about her friend um, because they found out what happened to her friend. Yeah. And she came to him, like, as his daughter and was, you know, like, said, hey, listen, I really need to talk to you. And so that's how she got him alone. And yeah. then she kind of did the reveal of, like, you know. But she shocked him or something? Or, or she must have... Because he she, was on his knees, like, handcuffed she, at some point. Yeah, I thought she had a gun. 
Maybe. I could be. I don't know. See, no spoilers here, folks. <laughs> of course, we can't remember to yeah. spoil it. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's a, it was so action-packed, and it was so Oh, yeah, good there's a lot like, going on that I've yeah. already forgotten about. And again, like, I, I'd love to go see it, uh, you know, in the theater again, mm-hmm. just to just to experience it there, because, God, it was so good. Dude. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. And I, and I haven't gone to, I went to see the Spider-Man movie, the Batman movie. There's not many movies there getting me to go out there but there's some good movies coming out in 2022 i made a list here so oh, i nice. can tell you some movies that are coming out very soon so i'm just talking movie theater because i have a list of like tv shows too but uh movie theater wise april 1st is morbius uh the 22nd is that unbelievable weight of massive talent which is that nick cage that playing so nick cage uh may 6th is dr strange uh, May 27th is Top Gun. Also, May 27th is Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers is like, we'll take Top Gun down. Absolutely. Man. All my marketing would be them with Top Gun in the marketing if I was them right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah, it would be great. Bob flying in a jet. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World, I, you know, I wouldn't think I'd be on it, but I just watched, I just got the 4K of Jurassic Park, and oh my God. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it's not as good as Finding Dory. So far, I've gotten, I ha- have 27 movies, so three since the last time we did it. So I'm, I'm doing better. <laughs> But Jurassic Park was one of them, and man, it looks so good. Uh, and I just love that movie. It's on my top 100 list. And I've been watching a trailer for the uh, for the Jurassic World, and they might get me to come back to it because I, I could not stand the last two, yeah. to be honest with you. I mean, the first one they the did with Chris okay. Pratt was all right. The second yeah. one was even worse. I didn't make it through the second one. I turned it off. Yeah, I don't think I made it through it either, to be honest with you. Yeah. And but I'd... the third one, them bringing back Sam Neill and it Laura Dern good, and Jeff Goldblum, and they're in the field and shit, and yeah. they've showed the good... You've seen the good trailer for it? I, it's the one It's the one in the, the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks great. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go see it. I think if you're going to see it, you got to see it in the theater. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Black Black Phone, I just showed you the trailer for. Yeah, it looks dude. really creepy. Uh, that comes out June 24th. Uh, June 10th was Jurassic World. July tw- 8th, pretty soon, is Thor Love and Thunder, man. Wow, gonna be I've exciting. kind of like forgotten about yeah. that movie. Also in July, the 15th is that Bullet Train. Which looks oh, awesome. yeah, with yeah. Brad Pitt? With Brad Pitt. That looks really fucking It does good, look really dude. good. Uh, the 22nd is Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why not the 22nd? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I ain't telling you, man. Uh, and then we've got um, September 9th, Salem's Lot. So they're redoing really? Salem's Lot. I had no clue that they were redoing it Interesting. At all. So I'm keeping my eye open. I'm a huge OG Salem's Lot fan, so it's going to be a hard sell for me. Yeah. But I might still watch it. Well, and remember I told you earlier, uh, Fletch. Yeah. John Hamm's Fletch. playing Fletch. Now, is it a movie or is it a, it's a, movie. a miniseries? Yeah, it's a movie. Okay, it's, interesting. Because um, he and because I, I was wondering that too, and he specifically said the word movie like three times. All right. Um, I mean, I'm on board. I love Fletch. Yeah, I, absolutely. I love the, and I know it's going to be completely different. It's going to be a hard thing for fans because a lot of people don't realize it was supposed to be somewhat serious. The thing is, though, is John Hamm can be funny. I mean, but he said there's comedy in yeah. there, but it's more of like a whodunit mystery. Yeah, like that's how it's supposed to be. Story. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he said that uh, he's pretty sure it should be out by the end of the year. Nice. So that would be fucking awesome. I will update my list when that comes yeah. out. October, we have Across uh, the Spider-Verse on the 7th. Halloween ends on the 14th, which I'll see, but my God. Yes. I was just hoping the last one would end. Yeah. Uh, the 21st is Black Adam. Uh, November oh. 11th is Black Panther. Oh, And uh, December 16th, two movies come out December 16th. It's insane. These two are going to go... I bet they change these two dates. I bet they don't go 
uh, opposite each other. One Shazam and the other is Avatar 2. Oh, fuck. There's That's... no way in the world they would wow, do those two dude. at the same time. That would be... And there, people have seen parts of what they're doing with avatar 2 and people say that we're all sleeping on it really which, which we are well and that's great though dude like, no i have no problem with uh, them proving everyone wrong because no one out there i think they realize they need another avatar movie but i think we do oh dude and james so no good. better person than james cameron to show us that we do yeah <laughs> so yeah i have my i have my options open for that and our hopes open at least damn that's but, a good year but today we're gonna go back to uh what year was 1989? Wow. And we're going to talk some UHF. That's and so great, dude. I, even saying the words UHF just bring a smile to my face. Oh, yeah. yeah. Were you a big, weird Ali Yankovic growing up? I, I mean, I was like, I, you know, I, I didn't like follow him, but I always. I was huge. Oh, that's great. It was, it was embarrassing how bad. I remember <laughs> I had all his tapes and I played them incessantly. The MTV videos just. Oh. Oh they my were great, God, they bro. Were so good. Yeah, dude. I remember the first. I think, beat, no, there was. Uh, I lost on Jeopardy. Might have been my first shot of seeing one, and then like a surgeon instead of like, like a, a virgin. Surgeon, yeah. Um, then eat, eat it, it. Of eat course, it was the first one I ever but saw. When Fat came out, Fat. Oh my. Fat was when I go one into of the, the movies. Best. I take up seven <laughs> rows because I'm fat. <laughs> the video, especially though, when yeah. he blows up on camera and he just. He's a funny dude, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. People forget how funny yeah. uh, Weird Al really, really is. Coolio, and talented, I mean. Coolio, however, was not laughing. He was not laughing, but it was a great parody. Oh, yeah, dude. He was great. I, I wonder if he would have still felt that way, because I think it's like the best parody is... the who, who I don't know whoever came up with that quote, is uh, parody is the best compliment. Yeah, or it's uh, impersonation is the... Or what, I, whatever. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. You should be thrilled when people do that to yeah, you. Yeah, know? absolutely. I mean, I'm sure there are occasions when people are completely shitting on it, like Scary Movie, maybe. Yeah. This probably doesn't seem as flattering. I but think, Weird Al, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I think um, T.I., was mad at him too, and which what did Ti song you do? Uh, white and nerdy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it's the the song is uh, riding dirty. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just because I'm white and nerdy, <laughs> like oh my god. How could you be upset with that? Yeah, no, and, and like Ti, and it brings more like kind of views on your stuff. Yeah, too. You know, oh, I want to hear what the original one was. Yeah. Oh, you, the original one's. Cool. You know who Ti is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't you don't fuck with Ti. Like. No, 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 it's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, like, people in. Uh, I love Ti in um, uh, Get Hard. Uh, he's the one who names man. Will Ferrell mayonnaise. I'd like, have to. I've only seen it once. Oh, dude, he's so it was great. funny. Wasn't he in? Uh, was he not in Four Brothers? Or was he? Uh, Ti wasn't. That's he Andre. Wasn't. That's Andre. Um, no, Ti is in Ant Man. Ant Man. That's where I uh, remember yeah. him from. I knew he was. He had done a lot of acting too. Yeah, it's or him just and, random. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy Michael from Pena. Yeah, and the other guy, the Russian guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's awesome who's too. also um, Polka Dot Man. Yeah, that's yeah. so crazy. Yep. And he's in Dark uh, Knight. He was the one that turned that's right. on. Uh, he like the Batman was trying to, or who was it? The, he was. Uh, he had him tied up in the in the alley. He was kicking his ass. Yeah, Two Face was going to kill him. That's who it that's was. Right. Yeah. Awesome. But UHF. UHF. Weird Al. Weird Al. <laughs> I love Weird Al, man. I, I grew up with him, so I, I was on board fully, too. And in 89, we were watching any comedy that came down oh, the sure. anywhere. Is there any movie that came out? For sure. And this is definitely tailored to Weird Al fans or yeah. just kids. It, it almost, to me, feels a little bit like just similar in how like niche or niche, whatever the yeah. word is. Niche. Um, you say niche, I say niche. <laughs> 
tomato tomato i'll know what you mean um, either way. it's almost peewee herman like oh yeah you know oh, yeah. like it's almost peewee herman like just with the outlandish things and uh it's definitely peewee's playhouse and it's funny you should say that mm. do you know the the kevin mccarthy character he's the the grandfather from twilight zone the movie he's kind of the asshole guy who's trying to buy the station yes. out yeah, yeah, yeah his you know his son in the movie remember he gets him the watch and he freaks out He's got like a son. His son fell in the mud at the end of the movie, and it got it all over his face. He was just his do boy through the whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Jombie hmm? from Pee Wee's Playhouse. No shit. <laughs> yeah. What? So it's weird that that you made that collation, and Jombie is actually in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's people, nuts. he he's a comedian that's done tons of stuff, but ma- the only famous, really famous thing people know him from is with all that makeup in, yeah. in the box. That's fucking so, great. Yeah, Jombie. He might be. We might see him in one of the clips we're watching. So. Uh, so yeah, do you remember actually watching this as a kid? I, I do, but it's like, it's so far back that it's spotty now. Yeah. And I, and randomly enough, even before you told me that we were going to be doing this mm-hmm. one, I, I just happened to watch this movie like four weeks ago. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's on Tubi for sure. If you are out there and want to see UHF, it's under the cult section. Have you checked out that cult, uh, section on the side there? I if you haven't... look under browse, just go to the cult section and it's, it's, like four hundred. They awesome suggest movies. everything I've ever wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. I, I don't. Well, even... I think if you went to that cult section, they would all be there. Yeah, yeah, because it's nothing but eighties like American Ninja and, yeah. and uh, Basket Case and a whole. Right bunch now, of they're just... recommending um, the Last Dragon to me. Yep, yeah, yeah it's all like, that. Type I was of like, stuff. how the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really great. They're they're very cult movie friendly. We we could totally do this whole podcast just off of films on there. And and when I see one good, we certainly will because. Anyone can pull this up yeah, uh, using for Tubi. Free. So, Tubi, you want to be one of our ads? Uh, yeah, we, I'll you, give man. you a free ad for we're... a couple weeks, but then we're going to ask Dave. We'll have Dave. We'll put Dave on that, right? Uh, so, if we're looking at cast, let's talk the UHF cast, which is it's pretty extensive. I was surprised that they had so many people uh, on board for this, and a lot of them weren't normally completely comedy actors, which even made it funnier. Yeah. So, Weird Al. Put himself in the movie, rightfully so. He's funny as hell on camera, and he has impeccable timing. Victoria Jackson, before she became batshit crazy. Uh, oh, is uh, she crazy was, now? Oh, she's out of her mind. Oh, fun. Out of her mind. Completely, like, right-wing tea parter. Uh, like, you should... There's video upon video of her, like, holding her, her animals and talking about uh, the deep state and everything. It's, it's, it's sad to watch. Uh, I think when I looked up Victoria Jackson just for the cast, it, like, the Google search said, like, batshit crazy right afterwards. <laughs> she, she's, she's nuts, dude. Uh, give it a search. But for those of you who don't know Victoria Jackson, well, she was pretty famous in the 80s. Uh, she did movies like uh, Baby Boom, Pickup Artist, Couch Trip. I love the Couch Trip, man. Do you remember the Couch Trip? No, I don't. Where I, Dan Aykroyd escaped I... from the Mental Institute. And oh, yeah. He took over, very similar in a way of taking care of business. He took the identity of Charles Grodin. Weird enough, Charles Grodin was in both of them. Interesting. And uh, Robert, like uh, Walter Matthau played a crazy kind of homeless priest in the movie, and it was a fun. It sounds movie. very familiar. Uh, she was also in Dream a Little Dream, Family Business, I Love You to Death. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, who we just talked about, he was he's an older guy that lived into his late nineties, man, and he had been in a lot of great movies. He was in the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Weird enough, he was actually in the remake too, in a small role, but. Most times when I talk about Kevin McCarthy, I always kind of mention uh, 
some of the Joe Dante movies mm-hmm. because he was a staple with Joe Dante. He was in The Howling, Twilight Zone, the movie. He played the, uh, like I said, the grandfather of yeah. that little kid that could do stuff. Yeah. He was also really great in Interspace. He was the one that was trying to deal with the cowboy. That's right, and yeah. Buy the, and buy the computer chip or yeah. whatever it was. And he ends up like tiny. Remember the, the chip went flying in the dog food and he had to go face first and like dig into yeah. the dog food to get it out. Yeah, it was great. Uh, he was also in Eva Destruction. Distinguished Gentleman, that was a great one with him. He was one of the guys that was showing Eddie Murphy the ropes. Uh-huh. And Eddie Murphy's like, you and me going to be so close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was in Greedy. Now, Michael Richards, weird enough, I think I think I had read that Seinfeld was starting around the same exact time that UHF came out. Really? So uh, Michael Richards came in. Yeah, 89. That's that's like close. Yeah, it's very close. So he played Stanley Spatowski in the movie. Awesome. I had already been familiar with Michael Richards because of uh, Transylvania 65000. Do you remember that movie? Uh, I've heard you talk about it. I don't remember. I wonder that. if that might be on Tubi. If it is, if you see it on there, watch it, man. It's Jeff Goldblum and Ed Begley Jr. and uh, Gina Davis plays like a vampirist and it's just like a comedy Interesting. about... Two guys going, two reporters going to Transylvania to search down the history of Frankenstein, and he finds all the monsters there. And it's oh, like, wow. it's like a kid's type of yeah, no, that's movie. awesome, really good. Uh, so he was in that. He he played a great character in that. Um, he was in Problem Child. I didn't realize Michael Richards was in Problem Child. Yeah, I don't remember that. Conehead. So I married an axe murderer. He had that small little role. Airheads. He was the guy that was crawling through the like the yeah. <laughs> and uh, remember that trial and error. Yeah, I do. I saw that in the theater. Yeah. Oh, really? With yeah. Jeff Daniels? And that everything? was like yeah. right after he had his incident, and really nobody ever heard from him again. Yeah, he really like, has stayed away. Oh yeah, no. That's he... a sign that he's probably feels bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh David Bow. David Bow played uh, Weird Al's like best friend in the movie. Yeah. And he's been in a bunch of different stuff. People have seen like small character actor roles. He was in uh, Back to the Beach. Uh, and that, oh, that's right. The Adventures yeah. of Ford Fairlane. He was in uh, America, uh, Air America, A Few Good Men, Malice, The Rock, and uh, The Cable Guy. That Cable Guy commercial from the uh, Super Bowl, did you see it? No. Jim Carrey came back and did The the Cable Guy. Oh, like, really? He put the gear on and everything and did the actual like Cable Guy kind oh, of Oh, that's roll. awesome. It was have to awesome. Look that yeah, up. yeah, definitely Google. Future Justin, oh, wow, check yeah. out uh, Cable Guy. Do that. <laughs> uh, Stanley Brock, who played Uncle Harvey in the movie. He's been in a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Night of the Comet, Tin Men, Amazon Men on the Women on the Moon, Three Fugitives. Damn, I love Three Fugitives. Yeah. Uh, Hard to Kill, Life Stinks. Do you remember Life Stinks? I I just watched that recently, too, oh, on Tubi. No one knows about that movie, man. I fucking love Mel that Brooks movie. gives all his money up to be a bum. I'm the richest guy in the world. I'm the richest guy in the world. Uh, oh. Now, one of the more interesting characters in this movie, because he hasn't done a whole lot of shit, was Anthony Geary. Now, do you know who Anthony Geary was? Uh, he's He's the scientist in the movie. You know, the crazy wild-haired scientist. Right, yeah. And he is Luke from General Hospital. You know, like Luke and Laura, oh, General yeah. Hospital. I, I looked him up. He had, he had been in 1,031 episodes of General Hospital. Damn. And I remember back in the day when it was like it was like a big kind of national event when him and Laura were going to get married. Oh, that's on the only the, reason on I, I didn't know that name. The yeah. only other thing that he had been on, and I totally forgot he was on this because he plays a scuzz bucket in it, was Disorderlies. He's the nephew. He's the, yeah. He's the yeah. nephew that's trying to screw, that's screw them right. over. That's why he looks familiar. Uh, Trinidad Silva, and I'm, I've got some interesting trivia about him, so I'm going to hold that kind of a thing, but he played the guy that was tossing the poodles. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in the Jerk. He was in Jocks, Colors. The night before, he was really great in. One of my favorite actors of the '80s was in this. Getty Watanabe, man. What else was he in? Long Duck Dong. Oh, yeah. that's right. It's Long okay. Duck Dong. Also, Volunteers, Gung Ho, uh, Gremlins Two. Uh, he was the voice, one of the voices of Mulan. Uh, Billy awesome. Barty, who played the little uh, person in this, yeah, and he is really good. He is what? like uh, little. What? He's like as far as little people actors, yeah. he is like cream of the crop. What's some of the big things that he's done? Because um, I know he looks familiar. He was familiar. the old uh, kind of wise one guy in Willow. That was one of the main ones I people remember him from. Uh, Tough Guys, you Willow. know him from Tough Guys, probably. Maybe the Burt Lancaster one. He was one of their uh, their friends. Wait, is he's also in Life Stinks? Uh, yep, life stinks. That's he was right. In. He was in Under the Rainbow, which no one I think besides me and my brother know about. Okay. Uh, Legend. He was great in Legend. He he played one of the little people that was with uh, Tom Cruise through the whole thing. Master Universe. He played that weird creature. That's what that I'm was thinking annoying of. as hell. Yes, uh, yes. I'm sorry. That character almost. Well, that, it ruined. There was a lot of that. It, that ruined that it, was but that the was one worst of part of the movie. It really yeah. was. So John uh, Paragon. Is the guy who is Jombie. So if you look his picture up oh, there, oh wow, yeah, okay, Jombie. So he's Jombie in Pee Wee's Playhouse. He was also in Eating Raoul Air, uh, Airplane too. That's interesting. And huh. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, which is strangely enough on Tubi also. Wow. Have you seen that back in the day? Elvira, Mistress of Dark. I don't think so. It's classic, man. Yeah, this classic garbage. But I, no, great. I saw I like I saw one or two of her movies back in the day. This was the big one. This was the one that was an actual movie. Most of her movies, she just was the host. Oh, okay. She yeah, was no, in I've, this, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, funny. Fran Drescher. I was about to say, there's one main one you missed here. God, man. Love Fran Drescher. Yeah. And she doesn't sound anywhere near as bad as she did in The Nanny. Oh, that's a voice she Yeah, does. I know. Yeah, yeah. But, I loved her in Cadillac, man. She was so good in Cadillac. And uh, Spinal Tap. She was so good in Spinal Tap, too. Uh, David Provel, who I love, man, he, who's been in a ton of different stuff. He's he played like the head thug in this, but uh, one of the best things he did was he was in four rooms. Remember the one where uh, the girl from Flashdance was tied up in a chair and her husband was in the room, and Tim Roth had to deal with him. Uh, I don't think I he ever was in saw uh, that. Innocent Blood. He was one of the uh, the Italian guys became a vampire in Innocent Blood. Huh. Uh, he was in Mean Streets, Monster Squad. He was the one that drove the airplane that went down that had all the monsters on it. He was in Vice Versa, King of New York. Shawshank Redemption, Brady Bunch. I don't know who he was in Brady Bunch. Huh. Uh, Balls of Fury. Nice. Now, two people that also were in this, that Emo Phillips, very rare role by Emo Phillips, the stand-up comedian. Yeah, what what was his role in that? And remember, he's the one who, uh, he's on TV doing a cooking thing with Weird Al, and he cuts his finger off. Oh, and that's right, And the blood right. spews yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's a weird dude, and his... his that's the character he does in the movie is his stand-up. He's he does like a very Andy Kaufman type, uh, very monotone voice kind of character that you either like or you don't. Yeah. Uh, but Jay Levy, who is the director, we're going to be talking about him in a second. He was the director and writer in this. He was the one who played Gandhi in Gandhi too. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is one of my favorite sketches that, that was, they did on yeah. this. So since we're talking crew, yep, Jay, Jay Levy, the only thing he's famous for other than UHF is basically all the Weird Al music videos. Oh, interesting. So him and Weird Al have just been connected for like their entire kind of uh, entertainment career. The cinematographer on this was David Lewis, who the only thing I recognized him from was Hills Have Eyes Part 2 and Night of the Demons. Hmm. Two good horror movies, though. The editor, they 
The only thing other than UHF, his name is Dennis M. O'Connor. The only thing of a whole slew of ones that I even recognized was Prancer, that piece of crap, like, Christmas movie. Was it the... Was it a horror movie? No. Oh. It was just a horrible one about everyone's favorite reindeer. Why Why wouldn't you pick Prancer? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> everyone's always talking Rudolph, goddammit. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I heard he's a dick. <laughs> Composer was uh, John DePrez, who had done several... He was the known as the Ninja Turtles guy for a long time there. He did the original 1990, then also number two and number three. He uh, did Meaning of Life... Once Bitten, and A Fish Called Wanda. Hell yeah. Um, I'm curious if you have the financials. Oh, yeah, I got some movie. financials. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. cool. So the release date, July 21st, 1989, so it was a summer movie. I'm, I don't think I saw this in the theater. No, I don't. No, I'm, it must have had a very limited release. Yeah. Uh, PG-13, eh, I don't even know why it got PG-13, to be no, honest with you. I don't either. This should be PG. Filming locations, the whole thing was filmed in Oklahoma. Huh. Uh, the budget, $5 million. All right. Now, would you guess it made or lost money? I, I mean, honestly, for $5 bucks, I say it has to have made money. It did make money. Okay. How much money do you think it made? Let's go to the next step here. Um, I'm going to say it made $4 million. It made $1.1. Ah. So $6.1 million was the worldwide gross, which... With this type of movie, I think you're just glad you didn't. Yeah. yeah because it's a very niche type very, movie. I'm going to say yeah. it differently every time I say it. <laughs> <laughs> just to appease it's, the it's, crowds. It's very niche <laughs> There's some good trivia on this, though, that I thought was cool. Uh, so the first trivia thing on here is the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Science would not allow the production to use the exact li- license of the statue at that in that opening clip from Return of the Jedi. Or, Return. Uh, sorry, Raise the Lost Ark. Oh, that's right, yeah. So the production created the statue, and if you look at the statue when you're watching the movie, uh, the Oscar guy has his hands over his crotch. Ha! Instead of, I guess, crossed, I guess is yeah. normally what it is. So, like, that's screw funny. you, Academy. We'll yeah. do our own thing. Uh, in the scene where Uncle Nutsy hits Bobo the Clown with the frying pan, the frying pan really made contact with oh. David Bobo, uh, but they thought it was such a great thing that they kept it in there. Oh, wow. He really hit him hard in that scene. Yeah, dude. It was a great scene. Uh, the scenes... So apparently the MPAA wanted them to cut several scenes. They must have originally got an R. Because the, they had to cut several scenes to make the PG-13. Really? And the scenes involved the flying poodles, uh, <laughs> a scene involving Conan the librarian. Apparently, there was a scene where they he actually cut some, split somebody in, completely in two. Oh, shit. And then the, the town talk thumb scene, I think they had way more blood than... Uh, oh, and or maybe that's the reason it got PG thirteen. Maybe Conan they decided the librarian. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's the reason it got a PG thirteen, and they didn't cut those scenes. Uh-huh. Those are the three oh, scenes that got them the PG thirteen scene. Gotcha. Yeah, because I mean that's not going to keep them from getting an R or something. All right, this is the one about Trinidad Silva who played the pool guy. Mm-hmm. The film was dedicated to him because during production he was killed by a drunk driver halfway through production no shit he had filmed his scenes apparently 
Badgers? We don't need no stinking badgers. Yeah. I love that yeah. thing with him. Because if you I don't know if you know what that's originally from. That's from the treasure of the Sea of Madre and the line is badges. We don't need no stinking badges. I know. So the when line. they say badgers, I I was like, that's so fucking clever, and I wonder how many people don't get that. Yeah, I, I, I know that it's a famous line. I've never seen yeah. that movie, but also in um Blazing Saddles. Oh, they do it. They, they, they do, do a, a take parody on that of it too. on that too. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, how unfortunate. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, Weird Al offered Crispin Glover the role of Dr. Philo, but he passed. Really? They gave it to Luke of General Hospital fame. I don't know how you go from Cliff. Crispin Glover would have been really good in that. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be kind of weird. During the Gandhi 2 scene, the Ferrari was damaged when he slams the guy's head into the roof. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Uh, Now, this is one of the most interesting trivia things here, and I really wish they had made it happen. Stallone initially agreed to make an appearance in the Rambo sequence as the helicopter booth worker, but had to back out to schedule issues. Oh, that would have been so great. I think I would have pushed my entire production to make that work. For real. Like, you tell us. You could pick that. That's like a pickup scene for sure, dude. For real. Like, Uh, apparently. Francis Ford Coppola visited the set because he was considering using the Oklahoma facilities to film Godfather 3. I can just picture that day. What, what is this fucking movie? Who, who is that guy with the curly hair? Yeah, what's the, or maybe it's the other way around. Who's that guy with the beard and all the wine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so also auditioning for the role of Terry Campbell, which I think is the, the Victoria Jackson role, Jennifer Tilly and Ellen DeGeneres. Both auditioned for the role of Terry Campbell. Interesting. How funny is that? We could have had Ellen DeGeneres uh, yeah, in that role. That's interesting. I think I'd have rather gone with Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, I yeah. like Jennifer Tilly. I like her. She's oh, great. I like Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, she's so funny, and she's killing it now with... I think they're doing a Chucky TV series. Oh, really? And she's on it. Oh, no shit. the same role she did in Bride of Chucky, I guess. Huh. It's funny. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about this movie, man. So... It's interesting that somebody, I don't know who it was that we had just read off the list, but one of them was connected with Amazon Women on the Moon. Oh, really? And it has, Amazon Women on the Moon and Kentucky Fried Movie and UHF are all kind of in the same realm. Kentucky Fried Movie's on Tubi also. I watched that. Oh, nice. I love that movie. I love Kentucky Fried Movie. And if you like Kentucky Fried Movie, you would like Amazon Women on the Moon. It's basically a sequel to it, and it's the exact same thing. Uh, Which, like we just said, it's, those two movies, it's like somebody gets the remote and just is clicking the pictures. Yeah, this is actually taking us into that world into where the we're TV seeing studio. Yeah, where we're seeing basically Weird Al Yankovic is a kind of, uh, he's kind of a nobody who works at a burger place with his best friend, and his life's not going anywhere. His yeah. girlfriend's fed up with him, but his uncle is is kind of rich, and his. His uncle doesn't even want to do it. His uncle won a like PBS station in a poker game. Uh, yeah, like a public broadcasting Wayne's World style station yeah. in a poker game. Yeah, and he was just gonna sell it and make some money, but his aunt made him give it to Weird Al. So you well, give it to him, he'll 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 make something of it. Well, yeah, his his wife was like, yeah, his oh, wife. we you know it'd be really nice if we just had our own TV because they were very rich people, you yeah, know, but they didn't own a TV station. Yeah, it'll widen know. the portfolio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they give it to their loser kind of nephew who is having horrible luck with it at first he's, yeah he's he like the scene where he goes out as the 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 bobo uh the one with the clown yeah how the kids aren't into it the kids are just sitting there remember they're spitting on him yeah it's an awesome scene where the loogie is or the loogie is just hanging off weird al's nose <laughs> and drops to the ground and 
<laughs> not until basically Michael Richards is the one person that kind of makes the whole station pop because he's got some crazy unnatural enthusiasm for life and for weird, weird things. I think the first time we see him, he's being fired. Yeah, he's being fired at the other larger TV station. Yeah, that's um, kind of where the drama drama comes in. If the, if you could even say that this is kind of a, uh, a yeah. full, well rounded movie, I suppose they tried their best at it. Yeah, but yeah, Kevin McCarthy owns him and his dirtbag zombie son <laughs> own the competitive. We're gonna buy every station out type of uh, station and right. any underlings are not going to kind of compete with us. Michael Richards worked for him as like a janitor. Yeah. And they made the mistake of taking his broom from him. His mop. His mop. Sorry. You don't take... It's a very special mop. It's a very special mop. (laughs) He's had it since he was a baby. It's such a weird character that you're wondering, especially after you've seen Transylvania 6-5000, it really seems like Michael Richards just came in with a character and he did it for the for the filmmakers and yeah. they're like yeah let's do that because very similar to uh, if you when you go and watch Transylvania 65000 watch his character in that you could tell it's somebody that has probably seen his shtick before and mm-hmm. it's like just do him do what he does because well, he's very good at physical comedy yeah, and- I think that's where he started like that whole sliding in into that front door in uh Seinfeld, Seinfeld, yeah. That's like the only thing that and when he gets really super ex- surprised or something right. like that. That's old Michael Richards right yeah, there. Yeah, no, man. and that's the thing is you can see that that's in both characters. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, but he's also, his character is also just not bright at all. No, he's, he's not bright. Not bright at all. For sure. Um, and so he just doesn't even understand when bad things are happening. So yeah. he just always looks at the positive. Yep. Because he doesn't even know what bad things are. Yeah. You know, and like, which work for the TV show. Yeah. And basically, Weird Al, just as a lark, is like, hey, you want a TV show? We're, we're trying to throw anyone on here. And we're going to talk about a bunch of the... Uh, the uh, some of the clips that we're going to commentate over are a slew of the different shows that they have on there yeah including like the wheel of fish and the 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 wild kingdom guy and uh a whole bunch of them so but they showed them and they're all kind of disastrous i mean they're funny for the viewer but they're disastrous for the station itself so weird al gives michael richards chance why don't you go on and you do your own tv show and he it's a massive hit yeah from the moment he walks out there because because weird al can't get the kids to laugh or anything um, and he basically kind of gives up yeah. and he walks off and he says, you know, he's like, here, you try. And like from the moment he walks out there, the kids are laughing and having a good time and he becomes like number one in his time slot. Yeah. And that's why the larger station notices them in the first place and they want to buy him out. You, you know? want to drink from the fire hose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It, I love... Looked, it looked like they might have fucking really, I didn't know they didn't, but it looked like they fucking did that. What was like, great for this movie is they had this story going on with Michael Richards and we had obviously, but they could at any moment break, like we're watching the different PBS stations yeah. and they would just show a clip of a random show or a music video. Yeah. This was like, this is probably the only version of that song that they can play anymore because I don't know if you remember the it's original a, song. It's originally I want my MTV yeah, or something. And I don't know when's the last time you listened to that song. There's some, unbelievable suggestive lyrics and oh, that really? I can't say yeah. that like the F word is is bantered around in that and not fuck. Uh, really? Oh, is, really? Is heavily bantered around in that song. Really? And it's 
it's embarrassing when you listen to the listen to it again future justin after you've watched the trailer for that other one check out the music or just the audio version for it because it'll blow your mind you're like holy shit i bet they don't play this anymore future justin just take his word for it (laughs) (laughs) don't listen to past paul future justin (laughs) my life is better this way um but the the parody is great. Oh yeah, for the uh, Beverly Hillbillies, and yeah. it's about the uh, uh, Jeb striking oil and becoming a millionaire. Yeah. It's it's a brilliant kind of parody that he was. And I'm so famous glad. For. I'm so glad that he did that. In I'm the surprised movie. they didn't do two of them. To be honest I, with yeah, you, yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. But you know, I... uh, all the different little sketches he did really kind of made the movie what the movie is. Oh yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the the story that kind of went throughout and everything. I love when, and I think we'll be talking about this scene too, so I won't go heavily into it, but the scene where they kidnap Michael Richards, because they realize if they realize that they're going to lose the station, if they don't uh, raise enough money, it was very one crazy summer. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to pull this together as a team that they even had a telethon, which made sense. If you have the station, why not have a telethon? I'd do it. And they're killing it. And they realize that, the, the one key element to like the success of the station is Michael Richards. So mm-hmm. the kind of shady mob type guys decide to kidnap uh, Michael Richards and right. keep him like held up until the time passes and everything. And David Provol's the one. And Michael Richards basically is just there annoying the piss out yeah. of everybody <laughs> yeah. until they're basically are almost forced to kill him. Yeah. But uh, when they open the door and he sees his mop, on oh the side of the yeah, thing. yeah that's my mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he goes out and he basically turns into a ninja once he gets it in his yeah. hand it's, he's like he becomes one with his mom he beats the shit out of all of them Jared Imwe <laughs> with the mop sure yeah. uh and it was great man I, I love how it kind of worked all its way down to getting enough money to save the station yeah well and i mean overall just like if you know weird al like if you appreciate the stuff that he does this movie was great. Yeah, it, it's like, really kind of centered around you're either going to like this movie if you're a Weird Al fan yeah. or if you're a nine-year-old kid. Right, yeah. Because it's it's certainly but centered around But if you're either one of those, you're going to be like, what the hell or is this? really high. Re- really, really. <laughs> really, really high. Like, seek, go to your dispensary and seek out the highest <laughs> prescription possible. I want to just go up to the, to the bud tender and go... I want to watch UHF. Yeah, can you give me the UHF strain? (laughs) (laughs) They'll say, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Take two of these and call me next week. (laughs) (laughs) But it is perfect for those those purposes, indeed. And I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. But like I said, I was always a Weird Al fan. Yeah, always. And didn't you say, he said he's touring again? Yeah. And he's a blast. Um, He's a blast to watch. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, He's doing like 20, 20, uh, states or something like that. I'd have to pull up. I'm very curious what his set list is, what his average set list is and for a concert. Like if you pulled up Weird Al, I mean, you'd have to, I don't think he toured much during 2020, but like just his past year's set lists, I'm wondering what type of thing he plays. Like the Dare to be Stupid kind of uh, stuff. And yeah, you were even mentioning the, uh, the Coolio one. The yeah. Amish Paradise. Yeah. They did a really good one. He did a really good parody of uh, the President's United States, the Forrest Gump one. Instead of Lump, he did Gump. Gump. I don't think I saw Gump. that one. Oh, man, it's so fucking funny. Man. Huh. I love that one. Uh, he did a um, Star Wars one. 
Really? Yeah. He did a Star Wars one about episode one that was really funny. Oh, I do kind of remember yeah, that. It was really good. Yeah. It, it's weird how he's kind of gone through several generations of kids. I think the first time I heard him was definitely early 80s, like 82, 83. He had two albums, Dare to be Stupid, and there was another one that came out. And I loved him, and my mom just thought he was stupid, but she also kind of appreciated <laughs> the comedy in it. Well, he, and, and it is stupid, but when, it's when also When that came genius. out, it was almost undeniable how good he was. Oh, yeah. And I saw a documentary of him that I think he put out about him asking celebrities uh, really? And he talked about him, and he went to Madonna, and she talked about it, but they did it in a comical way. Like, there was a moment where they showed him go to talk to Michael Jackson. Oh, wow. To get permission to do it. Uh-huh. But Michael Jackson was fully on board, and he showed up at Michael Jackson's house, and the, it turned into, like, a kind of short that he was doing on the documentary where really? Michael Jackson was changing into a werewolf while he was there to ask him to do kind of... Uh, uh, whatever eated or fat was yeah. and everything. Yeah. And it was, it was, I don't know what this was put out on. I think it was a 10 or 15 minute documentary I'd seen back in the eighties. I thought like it was awesome. That. Well here, I just found a couple of dates for you. So October 15th, 16th and 17th weird Al will be in Clearwater, Orlando and orange. Dude, Park. do we need a fan fascinating with films road trip to go see weird I, Al? I would be down for I, that. That dude. would be so fun to go see him, man. Yeah. I, are those the dates I'm in Toronto seeing Iron Maiden? Uh, what are the dates again? October 15th, 16th, and 17th. It might be right when I get back. I'll have to see. Because, yeah. oh, that's fun, man, that yeah. he's still torn and he's doing all that stuff. I wish he was doing... Uh, he's not playing in St. Augustine, is he? Uh, let's see. St. Augustine is like the best venue there is. It's like an open-air amphitheater. Even the top row is like the best row I love. I've heard that place is oh, awesome. I so haven't, I've never been there. Wait, if you ever see a, uh artist playing there, pick the top row, dude. It's really? like the best seats in the thing. Interesting. It's, you're at the very top. You can still see better than anybody. It's awesome. Yeah, I don't see any. All right. Well, I say we pull up a couple of clips here and we talk about them when we uh, we go through. The, the first one is going to be, if you're watching along with us, we're going to be doing the station-like programming kind of run their first major run through the different kind of uh stations they're talking about here all right and so it's at the 43 minute mark if you pull up the 43 minute mark oh it starts right out (laughs) (laughs) now what's his name in it Uh, stanley spadowski yeah and that's a mouthful basically michael richards own tv show and he's in the middle of like this huge train track going around and this was what's great is they had no clue this was going to be big. They kind of had to make Weird Al feel bad. He's like, I kind of suck at this. Don't yeah, I? right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess programming is my better job. Yeah, and there's a great scene. Man, this is so 80s when you just look at the ties and the shoes oh, on yeah. Weird Al here. Yeah. Weird Al really patented that look for so long, too, you know? Oh, that, yeah. It was very, it was almost more jarring when he shaved the mustache. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Who is that? That's not our weird out. Yeah. All right. So it goes into the first one here, which is Wheel of Fish, fish. which is yeah. kind of <laughs> like uh, let's make a deal kind of style in a yeah. way. I just love Getty Watanabe, man. That's so great. Getty Watanabe, everyone knows him. We mentioned as Long Duck Dong. And <laughs> how would you describe Wheel of Fish? <laughs> I guess it's kind of Wheel of Fortune, too. So they have different fish. 
on a rotary wheel like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And you get to spin it. Price is right. Yeah, kind of Price is Right style. Yeah. <laughs> I see a grouper on there. <laughs> it's uh, so that's funny. That's a kingfish. That's a red snapper. Oh. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> red snapper. <laughs> He's so funny in everything he does, man. Yeah. Uh, so, so now he, she gets to win the red snapper? Is that what the thing is? Or she gets to throw it? Yeah, or she gets to go for the mystery box. Yeah, see, that's the very let's make a deal style. Yeah. Do you want to keep the red snapper? Yeah. Or go for the box? Yeah. I love what's in the box. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, the big thing is, what does she go for? She goes for the box. She passes on that beautiful red snapper, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see so what's says, in it. Uh, what's in it, Justin? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you so stupid and that was it that was just so great and they go into like a very Bill Nye the science guy type thing where it's our crazy guy from the disorderlies and general hospital with the wild hair who's got his own science show this is so great him at the end too remember at the end he kind of turns into an alien that's right. He yeah. actually very much. So yeah. he, his show is Secrets of the Universe. But this next show and it's going to do they show any of Secrets of the Universe? I think that's just I think like it's just the, this it's just the intro. Yeah. But yeah, he turns into an alien at the end. Yeah, that's right. But uh now it goes in the Trinidad. This is the guy who rest in peace died too early. Raul's uh, Wild Kingdom yeah. was always my friend John worked at the video store with me when I worked at a video store back in the day. Uh-huh. Super Video. Shout out Super Video, which is no longer there. Yeah. But my buddy John worked there and this was his favorite sketch from it. He loved Raul's Wild Kingdom. And it's just an inappropriate guy who has no knowledge of animals whatsoever teaching us about animals. Yeah. 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 And what does he teach us about uh about the tur- the turtle, the friendly turtle that we had no clue. I, I don't know. He's nature's suction cup. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, Raul, who's this crazy guy, licks the bottom of the turtle and tosses him into the ceiling. <laughs> And he sticks. And he sticks. Doesn't he's never come back down. And look, he's got a parrot just hanging out. He, what else has he got? He's got ducks. What he's does he have? A monkey in the, in the drawer there. It's like a monkey in his dresser. Yeah. But the animal farm. He takes a huge, like old school animal farm. Ant farm. Ant farm. Sorry, yeah, animal yeah. farm. Ant farm, and he treats it like an etch a sketch. Oh, it's so messed and he, up. And dude. he just shakes it. They look, they're, they're really, really mad, mad now. <laughs> Oh my god. I love gosh. how Weird Al's like, where did we get this guy? He's like, oh, I thought you hired him. Yeah. It's so great that people are getting on the station that he doesn't even know about. <laughs> All right. But now, you don't think it's inappropriate enough? <laughs> he says, today, we're going to teach poodles how to fly. Oh my gosh. And he literally jakes poodles and tosses them out the window. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> uh, Sometimes it takes him a little while to learn. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best shot right here. He throws another poodle out, and then they show the exterior <laughs> shot. There's literally a pile of like 20 yeah. poodles on the ground. <laughs> I love it, man. All right. We'll pause it there. Victoria Jack- Jackson's calling in with all her uh, her bullshit. <laughs> so we'll pause it right there. All right. The next up, and this is one of my favorite clips of the uh, of the movie. 
it's going to be at it's like a seven minute kind of uh, collage of clips, and we're going to start at like the hour and twelve minute mark, and it's going to start start with Stanley's mop rescue, and it's <laughs> going to go all the way into the Rambo sequence. Hell yes! All right, so we'll pause here and we'll jump forward. All right. We are pulling up the one hour and 12 minutes, and David Provel is about to lose his shit it's on so Stanley. Great. So they have Stanley in the closet, the guys that are trying to keep him from the telethon. And Stanley's just being annoying as hell over and over, and he's, like, working his blindfold off. And this is the big mistake. <laughs> They're not realizing how important that mop is to right? him, and he's going to see it. Does he see it right off? Uh, so he, uh, he just pulls it off. Oh, yeah. There it is. He sees his mop just leaning against the wall. <laughs> and I like, love how they die out his words. Like, he does not hear anything but yeah. see the mop. My mop! <laughs> and he busts through his binds that looked like he was well tied, too. Yeah. Throws over the table, doesn't care that these guys have guns just to get his mop. And he goes all John Wick on this shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's really kind of cool. It's great. It's yeah, just, they even worked in some like wire work. Like he hits the guy. Like with he's the mop. got superpowers with his mop. <laughs> oh, it's awesome! And he just blindly runs away. <laughs> and the inept mafia goombas here have to chase after him. I bet you they had to cut right there because he dropped his mop. I bet you. Yeah, I thought that when I was rewatching. I was like, wait, this whole thing was for the mop. Yeah. And you dropped your mop. And you ran away without it. So. So he's in, like, an office setting just trying to get up why these guys cannot kind of connect with him. <laughs> they really played it Looney Tunes oh, style, yeah. man. Absolutely. How, trying to, Wildy Coyote trying to get away the from the road runner. Gun. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can't do that with a no, staple gun. I, I think you actually got to press it to yeah. something. But he gets a couple staples into David Provel's head. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of Bugs Bunny or he, actually he's probably even more Daffy Duck esque. Yeah. You know, the whole character itself is very Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, these guys all have pistols though. I mean they all have Yep. And Luke's not paying any attention. Not sure what he's doing. He's triangulating. Yeah, that's something. right, he's trying to communicate with his uh mothership to try to get him oh, back. Yeah. That's kind of what's going on here. Yeah, he spends all this time blocking the door, <laughs> blocking and, they, the door. and they just break this giant window right next to the door. Uh, I brother, he he really is like you said. He is kind of simple and not realizing when he's yeah. in real major damage. Yeah, so like, much so that the scientist has to come to his rescue, or the alien, I guess we could say. Yeah. Oh, he went and just grabbed a weird owl. It's good to keep your entire thing on surveillance. Yeah. <laughs> you never know when someone's going to bust in to steal your... When four guys with pistols might come in to steal your mop. <laughs> <laughs> so Weird Al just runs out of the stadium yeah. and like full force books it down the street. I wonder how many times he had to do that scene. Yeah. Uh, this is where it gets really good. Yeah, this is so great. So he looks up at the skylight, and he, now they seamlessly edit into the Rambo sequence, which is one of the big sequences in the Oh, movie. yeah, dude. Him wearing the suit. It's so creepy looking, dude. It, it really is, but he plays it so well. Oh, yeah, You absolutely. could tell that he has studied Stallone. So he's got on a full Stallone-esque chest yeah, suit. Like a bodysuit. A bodysuit. Yeah. I love this. The guy's just shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. And it's very... 
like Rambo three, I think was the error when this came out. Yeah. So he's. But like this guy's unloading an entire clip right at him, and he just cannot hit him, and he's walking up to him with a bow and arrow, and I think he ends up getting just like a couple of fucking inches away from him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he just blows S. him up with the fucking arrow, like. <laughs> Oh, I love him screaming coming up in the helicopter. Yeah. (laughs) They did several sequences, though, so he blows that guy up with the arrow. Now we actually see a whole set of the, uh, like, a hostage situation in an encampment. Yeah. And he slowly sneaks up. I love how he still has his weird owl glasses on. He just has the bandana on. Yeah. But he's he's closing one eye almost very Stallone-esque. He's here to save Michael Richards. <laughs> it's so funny. I love this kind of absence from the movie. Yeah. To do this. This is one of the things you have to really sell your actors and crew on. What's happening here? Yeah. Oh, it's a Rambo sketch. Don't worry about it. And helicopter rides, 20 bucks. And that's how they get out of there. <laughs> Come on. That's bill. fucking I love great. It. So it's like very Afghani kind of uh, set here, too. Everyone firing at him. I guess one person can't kill him. But and weird, the, yeah. He kills them all with one shot. Like. One spray by Weird Al kills everybody. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so the same gun that took people out with uh, with bullets is now just taking people out like grenades with explosives, buildings, trees, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I love Michael Richards as his like cheerleader here. He almost plays that, like, damsel in distress. I can't help you. I'm just going to sit by you. Right. Oh, shit. He's going to pull a... Bruce Leroy right He's going to pull a post-Reroy thing. Oof. Totally does. The guy shoots right at uh, his head. Catches bullets with his teeth. He caught it horizontally, too. And not to mention it's the entire bullet. Chewed it, too. (laughs) And spit it back. Yeah, and blew the guy up. Oh, my God. I love it. So great. Like, I mean, this is just total imagination, dude. It's like, complete ridiculousness for, like I said, I think it's nine-year-olds. It's nine-year-olds yeah. or it's Weird Al uh, enthusiasts who are just thrilled to see him uh, play this role. Look, they've got it pimped out exactly like Tommy Chong. Uh, oh, it is. It's yeah. totally like Tommy Chong's car in, up in smoke. Yeah. The inside of the helicopter. Cheech's car. Cheech's car, yeah, that's yeah. right. I never noticed that before. I didn't either until you pointed it out. <laughs> and it's still, I think it's the the uh, the actual, like... Thing of uh, the little hula girl. That hula girl, too, yeah. and everything. Oh, so they got Kevin McCarthy in the opposing helicopter wearing the helmet with the the 8, Channel 8 kind yeah. of helmet on. Oh, this is where he's going to take Kevin McCarthy out with this helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, Weird Al just does his best Stallone scream. <laughs> but it's the kind of turn to the side camera. <laughs> he, then he destroys the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> places a, the, Coliseum the Coliseum in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood sign. <laughs> Michael Richards just cheering him on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> and then they cut back to the studio where he is just like bust in man ah i love it so much fun it's such a great kind of they don't do these types of movies anymore man they really don't that off kilter stream of conscious type 
I, I love it. Stay tuned. I think there's another one like that. You That's know? a good one, yeah. It's funny how you, you don't think about them until you're watching a whole bunch of these, and they're all in that like cult kind of classic section of films they don't do anymore. Yeah. Kentucky Fried Movie, Amazon Women on the Moon, UHF, and definitely Stay Tuned. All movies we could totally do on this pod. Oh, too. yeah. I love all of them. And they're style of movies that we both like. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure Dave likes them, too, but I'm... Probably not as much as we do. Yeah, he's not much of a comedy <laughs> uh, guy. I can embrace the ridiculousness more than he can. Yeah. I think he's he's more the style. I only have so much time on my hand. Yeah. I think I need to uh, watch a serious drama. Or, Zodiac, 50th time. Yeah, or, going or, in. I was going to say, or like, you know, new JFK evidence. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but yeah, that's UHF, man. I love it. Such a fun movie. It's too. a good movie. I like revisiting it every once in a while, too. Now I feel like just going on a run and watching Weird Al videos, man. We can do that after this. <laughs> <laughs> totally cool. But yeah, that's it for this week. It was a good one, man. Yeah. I love UHF. And there's so many places to find it. You know, I think it, this is a lot of the movies we do on here that are some of them are really hard to find. UHF, especially being on 2B, and I think the DVD is pretty still widely available for like five, six bucks. So oh, really? if anyone wants to check it out, definitely check that out. But yeah, if you want to check us out on Facebook... You can check out Fascinated with Films, and you'll see us right on there posting about our different collages of the films we're doing. You can also leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, SoundCloud or iTunes. Or which one did I forget? Email. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to shoot us an email, fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com. we got some good ones coming up in the next couple of weeks, ladies and gents. Mm -hmm. 1941, me and Dave are going to be talking about. That's one of the most obscure Steven Spielberg movie. Have you even seen that? Yeah, you gave it to oh, me. Oh, man, yeah. so much fun, dude. Yeah. That's like a Steven Spielberg movie that no one talks about. I didn't man. realize it was a Spielberg movie. Yeah, it's one of the ones he probably doesn't even talk about. Yeah. That and Always, yeah. which you like too. I you're, love Always, you're a good, yeah. a big Oddways fan. Uh, then me and Justin, we're going to be talking about Leviathan, one of my favorite kind of sci-fi horror movies from the 80s. Often confused with Deep Star 6, came out like the exact same time. And I found there were a lot of people that were a Leviathan fan or a Deep Star 6 fan. But Interesting. I was always team Leviathan. Yeah, I never saw the other uh, one. I've got some good ones coming out with me and my cousin when I visit up north. We're going to talk about some uh, Fright Night and we're going to talk uh, Nighthawks. So that's going to be exciting ones coming up. So next couple of weeks going to be good ones. So definitely stay tuned and we'll get back to you. So until then, see ya. Peace. Stupid. You're so stupid. Stupid. <laughs>